Pump MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Thanks for listening to the review. Before we get into it, Racetech, Racetech.com, privateer proven with the solitaire guys or with zombie blows. Um, they've given suspension and motor work to some of the best riders out there in the sport. And they'll give you a deal uh, with Pulp MX code. Pulp 22 is a code to save. Tell them you listen to Pulp. Give your bike some love, whether it's motor work, whether it's suspension work. Get your suspension dialed in for your weight and or speed. It's really important to get your suspension oil changed, your bushings done, your seals. Like seriously, it's been if it's been a while for your dirt bike, Get it done. Your bike will work better. Trust me on this. Uh, you don't even need to get it revalved and all of that stuff. Just get it working right, and you'll enjoy your riding more, and Racetech can help you with that. And you can tell them you listen to Pulp, and you can save money. Motor work, suspension work, Racetech.com, privateer proven. They've been around since their 1980s and still crushing it with service centers all over America. So thank you to Racetech. All right, on to the show. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing Racer X Review Pod. Looking back at Detroit and all that happened there, and sweet Jesus, there was a lot happening. So, yeah, listening to uh, JT and Weege and I break it all down. Thank you for uh, the reviews. Thank you for the um, listens. On Apple, if you can go in there and review us and, and subscribe and all that, that would really help. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, motorsport.com banner on popamex.com. Go through that to make a purchase at Motorsport. And that helps us as well. So if you enjoy the podcast, please uh, help us help you. And also uh, check out the Steve Mathis archives. There's three volumes of that. It's all the old podcasts, one-on-one podcasts I've done since 2008. So go dig into those things and look back at some of the archives, uh, some of the really, really great shows in there. The old, all the old reviews are in there also, and all the one-on-ones from Bradshaw to Emig to McGrath to Glover and Barnett and all those guys. So not just the Steve Mathis feed, but they're Steve Mathis uh, classics, I believe they're called. And there's three volumes of them. So thanks for the, thanks for you people for checking it out. Thank you to Fly Racing. Justin Brayton getting fifth in his Fly Racing gear. And RJ Hampshire fourth in his Fly Racing gear. Really good stuff. They got styles to suit anybody. They got great prices. The Formula Helmet is next level. They got the Formula CP for 2022. A little different shell. Same great safety features. And lots of things cooking with Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. Please check those guys out. And also Maxxis Tires. Uh, Kay Clayson, top 10 on his Maxxis Tire SGB Maxxis Honda uh, ride. That's really awesome. Those MXSTs are working well for him. Developed by Jeremy McGrath. Used by uh, Cade and A-Ray and uh, Kessler. And, and Han did really well with his two. Jeremy Han got 16th with his uh, Maxxis Tire. So please check out Maxxis.com for more information on that, mountain bike tires are, are amazing as well. So thank you to Maxis. And Renthal, 
uh, the number one manufacturer of handlebars and chains and sprockets out there, Renthal.com. They've been with uh, Factory Honda forever, still with Factory Honda and Red Bull KTM and Monster Kawasaki as well, Renthal.com. Chains, uh, uh, really great chains. Sprockets, of course. Uh, seven eighths bar, fat bar, fat bar thirty six, a twin wall bar, uh, more championships than all the other brands combined. Renthal.com for more information on that. They got a really cool website too. Check it out. And mountain bike bars too. They got carbon and aluminum mountain bike bars with different stem sizes too. So a lot of things going on with Renthal. Please check that out. Um, thank you to those guys. Cobalinks and um, Motorsport.com. We'll tell you about more later, uh, and, and as well as Onyx Maps. But there is a lot to talk about when it comes to Detroit, so we shall get right into that uh, with Weege and JT. All right, as I said, everybody, we're going to get JT and Weege on here. They're both driving right now, so, you know, the sound is going to be off, but uh, we're doing it a little bit later than usual because every once in a while you just have one of those travel days. Uh, we all get them, and today was my turn. Uh, not uh, It was a um, three... It was a uh, nine, uh, fifteen-hour travel day for me, so we're doing it a little bit later, and these guys are driving, so whatever. Uh, on the line, uh, fresh off day in the dirt, uh, he was not at Detroit, but certainly he watched it. It's Jason Wygan. What's up, Weege? Yeah, driving back, three days of riding, racing, Red Bull day in the dirt down south. Uh, is that a track called Dade City? I don't know if anyone on the call is familiar with the facility. No, never, uh, never heard of I've it. Heard of it? Yeah, yeah, no. You've heard of it? Ever been there, JT, or no? Uh, yes, one time, randomly, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. Uh, really good time. I, I can tell some stories about that later on the show. But, uh, yes, we did have a big watch party with a lot of people uh, checking out Detroit, uh, both the highs and the lows. The crown jewel of the series. Mm-hmm. And it delivered. Mm -hmm. uh, what a spectacle mm -hmm. that place is. Uh, also on the line from Fly Racing and flyracing.com, Justin Brayton with a steady fifth. Bringing it home with his fly racing gear. Season best finish for JB10. Jason Thomas. It was really a standout performance for Brayton. Uh, he was really the storyline of the event, I he, felt. He was. He was. And we really needed it. Yep. No, he, he was great. Uh, all right. I let, agree. Let's get into this thing. Um, I, I don't know where to start. Like, I, I honestly don't know. It was Death Cross. It was Jason Anderson. It was Cooper Webb. It was Chase Sexton. It was Dylan Ferrandez. It, like, did somebody cross streams somewhere? I, I don't know, man. I was asking the guys after the race, and they're like, well, the dirt was rocky, and it was slippery. Then it had some traction, and then it was all, um, you know, rocks down inside the dirt. I, I, I'm like, I, I don't know, though, man. No one really had an idea of what went on. It do, was, do you, yeah. Do you think that maybe it was because they did 27 laps was part of it? Could be, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, I think twenty nine is the most we've ever done. I believe. Um, so this one was close to an all timer. Twenty seven laps. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was weird. Like the thing is, is though, how did the track attribute Cooper Webb doing two and three quarters? Right. Like that's not a track thing. And Anderson's crash was, you know, just a washout of the front end. That's not really a track thing. And Ferrandez, I didn't see. So. The incidents that we're talking about, I don't think the track had much to do with it, but but we did see some other stuff go on. So, yeah, I guess um, we'll start with this. The defending champion, Cooper Webb. I don't know what he was thinking there. Uh, I was talking to um, – I may or may not have been talking to some people this morning. He currently has the points lead. 
in the 450 class. Mm. His fa- oh, okay. His father Don't down or anything. His father was a really good mountain biker. Okay. Um, he thought, and, and the rider, the also said that he has also th- forgotten about what section he's on at times on the track. Oh, everybody's done it. Right. Everybody at racing at that level has done that. Yeah. So the only explanation now Sexton tripled that at press. Uh, they did go out and make a change but, on but the track. Hold on. To, oh, hold on. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I, I, okay. it didn't happen, but Stex, Sexton did triple it in press, and they did try to make it easier for everybody to triple after. But it's, uh, that's irrelevant, though. It really doesn't matter. That okay, doesn't okay. matter. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, this is a court of law. I'm throwing out some other sides. I but don't. If you were, if you were going to say that the first time that Cooper, no, Webb, I'm not. Cooper Webb was ever going to try it, was in the middle of two riders where he almost got stuffed by Sexton and side by side like handlebar to handlebar with another rider. Like, come on, man! Like, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm I know, just explaining. But it's irrelevant. Like um, the, the, that point of like somebody had possibly done it before to me is doesn't even. It really doesn't matter. Well, big brain fart by Cooper Webb and yes. and Cade was wondering if he had anything to do with it. I don't think he did. Uh, and then poor Sexton gets caught up in it and. And yeah, now and so it sounds like at the track nothing immediately broken, but he's gonna be feeling it. He got a CRF four fifty land on his head slash shoulder. So um, I guess we'll start with I mean, that. Who got, who got it worse though? Like Sexton is beat to hell. Like the, yeah. the images I saw, yeah. I, they both just are. You know, they both are worse for wear. Like, yeah. That's rough. Bottom line, Weege, is the series is worse off now. <laughs> this is this is not good for the series. No, and I know that, uh, okay, we had a watch party, so a lot of people, you could feel the collective energy. Steve, what was the uh, the atmosphere where you were watching from? I heard it was just packed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was packed, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, there it was, was a press, bo- press box with three people. Is that what I heard? Well, that's what we're at. In 2022, this is where we're at in the press box. JT's yes. too, too elite yes. to, to, to join us, but yeah. I went there for a while. I know, but you're not there. You're too elite to sit there well, with I all of us. I was spotting. Okay. So I don't know what you want me to do. So I was helping with the broadcast. So what I'm going to say here is, uh, you guys, you know, Steve, you're, you're elite media. Uh, you're not amongst the people. Uh, you literally, there, there's glass ceilings or at least windows to keep the people away from you. I was there in the trenches with the people, a couple hundred people, maybe a thousand people watching on a big screen. And the collective first, like, oh, oh, no, no. Like <laughs> this, the air being sucked out of the series. And, yeah. And, Eventually, we just joked that, like, is Pelletier coming on stage? Is he handing Tomac the number one plate? Like, are they going to do it right now? Oh, so you're on. Gonna... So now you're flipping with me and the RV thing. You're on my side now. No, 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 no. You said they should have done it. Yeah. I was just saying, <laughs> would they do it? I-, I was not endorsing this. You were endorsing it. You wanted, okay. as they were carting Ryan Villapoto's carcass off the track with a broken leg, you wanted them to hand Ryan Dungeon the number one plate. He was tw- and maybe even stand over Villapoto. He was, he was 25 he up at that moment. He was 25 up. It was going to happen. Um, no, uh, yeah. Uh, it, so did Mitchie do the math or did Davey? Or where did I read that this is the largest points gap in 22 years? Marks? Did Marks oh, do no, that? I, I, I did not see that. Oh, Marks I mean, he did had it. a big lead going oh, in because Mar- Daytona already. Yeah, Travis Marks oh. did it. So he went back to 03. And this is the largest points lead somebody's had after 11 races. 10 races, sorry, after 10 races. It's a little better on Sunday morning than it seemed on Saturday night because it seemed like all four of those guys, Ferrandis included, it, it appeared like, okay, maybe they're all out for the season. 
it was a double whammy, right? It was points and injuries. Now somehow I believe Anderson has a concussion. We've seen the amount of time guys are out for that isn't as drastic as you might think. Uh, no. I, don't, I don't know if that means he's racing Indy, but I don't think it's like see you next year. And then, yeah, KTM said no broken bones for Webb. At least they could tell at the track. Mm-hmm. You, wh- who told you that Sexton was fine? Honda guys? Yeah, Honda guys. Yeah, they said he's just pissed. Again, that's the same story I got in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and then I think uh, Fernandez jammed his wrist, but nothing bad. Uh, uh, yeah. And then so. So at least now we're down to points, not uh, we'll see you next year or yeah. see you at the Nationals. Yeah. Any idea what Coop was thinking, JT, riding around the whoops and then riding around with one arm while in 19? I mean, it's, it's just that every point counts mentality. You know, that that's really all it comes down to. I mean, he could see that Anderson was out, right? He's going slowly around the track. So he understands that now Jason Anderson is out of this race, which changes that. So in the back of his mind, he's thinking, you know, if, if I don't ride around here and I leave three or four points on the table, and then what if Eli Tomat breaks his collarbone next week, right? And the, the entire championship is upside down, and I needed those three or four points. Um, now, now you could argue that it doesn't matter and it won't matter and all that stuff, but that's the logic. That's why he was riding around. I don't think that's very safe to do. Understandable. Right. I, I'm not defending it. I'm right. just telling you what the logic is and why he was circulating. Right. That's it. Right. Um, AMA pulled him off for that yeah. reason. Though. They, yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, they did. So yeah. Sexton did the did the quad before the triple. You know, you go, you go. Uh, um, yeah. You do the dragon back and turn to right. Mm-hmm. He did that quad, and then we saw in Minneapolis, you know, he was doing that one first, and then he's having these horrific crashes, and he doesn't work with Stu anymore. But sweet Jesus, is he giving but this us. This one wasn't his fault. I this know. It was not his I fault. I know. It was not at all, but he's given us a full Stu experience, like a mini Stu experience. <laughs> See, I would, I would say yes, but at the same time, like, to me, this one no, it's doesn't not his fault. even go in that column. This one doesn't go in the column. He's just he's giving us everything we want. Speed, jumps, crashes. You know, it's just it's like a Rogue One, like a not quite as good as Star Wars, but not bad. Well, I felt horrible for him because he has to know, you know, like he he obviously realizes he threw a win away at Minneapolis and he's been his own worst enemy at a bunch of these races. And then he's kind of doing everything right. He's not pushing the envelope. He's not you know, taking himself out of this race, and then it doesn't even matter. Nope. Uh, one of the most predictable guys in the series is going to make one of the most unpredictable moves in his career and take them both down in a horrific crash. Like, that, that is just so unlikely. If you would have told me that that was how that crash was going to happen, there's, I would have put any amount of money down in the world that Cooper Webb was not going to forget which section of the no. track he was on. You know what I mean? Like, that just doesn't no. happen. Nope. Very, uh... Very odd. And we have Ferrandis, Webb, Anderson, and Sexton going 19, 20, 21, 22. So you didn't see the Ferrandis one, right? No. It wasn't anything uh, that serious. I mean, he was in the rhythm section before the finish line. So he's on the uh, the home, I believe it was the home sideline, uh, rhythm section. And, you know, they were going two, three over the tabletop, or sometimes they're going four there. Uh, and then double, and he just got a little out of rhythm and, and like, cased the rhythm. Like, it was it was nothing. And I had him on my fantasy, my Pulpamax fantasy team, so, of course, I was trying to keep tabs on him as I'm, you know, helping direct these cameras for, uh, for MEC. And I it was right in front of me. Like, it's directly in front of where I was sitting, and I was like, oh, man, that's, 
that's not a good line. And then all of a sudden he just takes his hand off the bar and rides to the mechanics area and then he's gone. And I'm just like, wait, what? Yeah. It was very strange. I mean, obviously he just hit it wrong and, and something didn't feel great, but I, I said he was just like, nope. Straight you know, to the truck. He, uh, he blew his hand off last week during the daytime in Daytona. This week, too. This week, too. This week, too? Okay. Yeah, in practice. So in I'm, practice, he had a big one. His hand came off at a big one in this week, too. I almost wonder if yeah, no, he's got something. It was in the heat race. Oh, okay. Uh, I almost yeah. wonder if he's got something going on, you know? It, it feels like that because that's two weeks in a row, now that you mentioned that, that his hand has completely come off the handlebar in a rhythm section. Weech, Tomac won the damn thing, and he came from, you know, eighth after the first lap to first. Really impressive. Yeah, that's kind of lost in all this. Yeah, it is. Um, it there's is. been so much going on the last couple of weeks with Sexton throwing one away and then Mookie Anderson drama and Webb getting better um, and then all the crashes in this one. Um, it's almost overshadowing how just awesome he's been really all year. I mean, obviously we're giving him his due to a degree because he is points leader and he's won the most races. Uh, but had Anderson not crashed, I mean, it was going to be – a huge victory for Tomac. Um, he was going to catch him, and there's been races where Anderson's been able to fend him off. You could even argue races where Anderson was better, but that wasn't the case this night. And a few people were theorizing, you know, Anderson had already lost a ton of points at Daytona, right? Was it 18 down, coming in, 16 down, coming in, something like that? Um, I wonder if Anderson was feeling some urgency uh, to try to stay with him, and we know Anderson is willing to hang it out. Uh, I wonder if he was – because it seems so random – for Anderson to go down at that point, but maybe he was sending it, saying, like, man, I think this guy wins three in a row and catches and passes me and opens 20 points up. Yeah. This is bad. I've got to do something. But he's really uh, – this has kind of been a pattern. You know, he's been in – my, in my opinion, he's been very fortunate that he hasn't paid a bigger penalty for a lot of the crashes he's had this year. He had two – yeah. Yeah, two pretty yeah. heavy crashes at both – uh, triple crown events, which the having three races really bailed him out of those. Uh, and then the other ones, he's just kind of, you know, fought them through like the, the crash with Mookie at the first round, or um, I'm sorry, with Barsha at the first round, Barsha. right? He ends up, yeah. ends up 10. That, that's he, totally avoidable situation that he got himself into the big crash of Glendale could have cost him a ton of points, but thankfully there's two more races where he can figure it out. And it's just been kind of a, a series of incidents like that. And whether writing or talking about it in my own podcast or whatever, I've kind of been harping on that. It's like if you continue to make mistakes like that, if you keep you know, putting it up to chance of whether you're going to hurt yourself or you're going to cost yourself a main event, eventually it's going to catch you out. Like you just can't keep tempting fate by, with these crashes and it not – cost you a steep price like that's just not how this sport goes and and i was almost just kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop if he was going to continue down that path and it finally kind of bit him this weekend yeah he's he's run a loose program all year it's been loose right that's what i'm saying and he's been very fortunate to not get penalized more harshly so he he obviously has a head issue Uh, i mean i guess i guess we don't know for sure but yeah that's what you know concussion protocol i would guess yeah and then and then you know got up and then fell down and that wasn't that was scary for sure anytime you see that but, uh, yeah, uh, 40, 42 points, Eli Tomac. There we oh, go. What the heck? It's over. What the hell, right? No, I, I think Sex has still got it myself, but. Yeah, okay. 93 McGrath. All right. Good. Yep. Um, but, yeah, what a. Detroit, man. Detroit. That's it. It's, 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 it's a race where shit goes sideways. It was just a complete nutty race. 
Uh, do you think – do we think – I, out of the guys that DNF'd, I think Coop is the most likely to miss some time. What do you guys think? Are, are, you, are you confident all of them I race? I don't know what to do with Ferrandez there because, I, I mean, seriously, it wasn't anything dramatic at all. And he was just like, no, I'm done. So right. I would be I would be very concerned with that. Like he, it was almost like he reached a breaking point where he's just like, I, I can't do this. Like I, I gotta because I mean he literally just like left the track. Right, so like, right. It wasn't. It was more of like a mental like finally like a tipping point than some you know serious incident. Okay, what do you think, Weege? I would think Webb. Uh, although you've, the, the concussion thing lately, the guy's been coming back pretty quick. All right, seems um, no problem. Seems seems no issues. Yes, uh, but I got to hold out that you know he is. It, it, we, we assume Anderson will be in concussion protocol. That's you know, there's right. a good chance they hold him out a week. So, but Webb not being able to put his arm on the handlebar, obviously, if he could have, he would have. Uh, that seems concerning to me. It's odd that KTM's PR again said negative X-rays at the track. Like, would you would you put out a press release that says no broken bones? Oh, but by the way, his shoulders blown out. But we're just leaving that fact out. Like that seems odd that you would leave a serious injury out and just say no broken bones. But why couldn't he put his arm on the bar then? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, not Gotta great. Gotta be bad. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. Well, Mookie gets second. Mookie's fastest qualifier again, I think third time this year. He won a heat. I think that's two or three times this year he's won the heat. And he started right behind Tomac. And the start really did him in. I, I, I was thinking he could win this damn thing tonight uh, in Detroit. Uh, but he ends up second overall, or second anyways. Uh, again, fortunate, but you know, good for Mookie. He was on it all day. Man, wh- it's getting there. Yeah. He, he, it's coming around. I mean, unfortunately, he's dealing with Tomac on his best form right now. You know, this is the best version of Tomac we've seen in a very long time. And if it's not for that, I think you know the odds of Mookie winning one of these things goes dramatically up. But for right now, you know, if, if Tomac stays in this attack mode, it's going to be difficult. Now, where it gets easier is if you have all these injuries continue. Let's say that Webb's dealing with stuff. We don't know what Sexton's going on. You know, Anderson. All these guys have problems for the moment. And then you've got Tomac with this giant points lead. Now, where I could see this really working for Mookie is down the stretch. If those guys are still suffering from whatever they have going on, and then Tomac's in, I'm going to win this championship mode. We've seen it a million times where the door swings wide open for a guy like Mookie who knows the opportunity is right there and they can just waltz right through it and get a couple wins down the stretch. So that's what I'm looking at is that I think it's going to get much easier for him now that Tomac has this giant lead. Barsha led a couple laps, uh, ends up third on the night. Again, gets some fortunate. He got passed by all three of those guys. Yeah, he was in fifth. And and same with Marv was was fourth and Marv was second at one point. Marv got the whole shot, not Cade Clayson. The sheets sheets say Cade Clayson. It's bizarre. I have no idea why. Does not make any sense. Hashtag never change. Okay, got the whole shot. Um, and then, but Marv actually did. And then Marv goes second to seventh. He, he almost got Barsha at the end. Almost. Yeah, that's right. Wait, even yeah. after the crash? Yeah, after the crash. Yeah, he got up and caught him again. Yeah. Yep. Pretty sure. Jeez. I, yeah, he got fourth. He almost got Barsha at the end. But that crash yeah. was, yeah, with the visor, that was maybe three laps, four laps from the end. I'm pretty sure he closed on Barsha after that. It was after Yeah, that. He, the last lap he was trying to pass yeah. Barsha because I was screaming at Snapper and those guys about it. Right. Uh, yeah, you guys know that Barsha was riding with a uh, 
cut middle finger. Insert your yeah. own joke here for Marsha. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Crash during the week or something? Yeah. Yeah. So he they showed, uh, they had a picture on TV. Too. It looked it looked bad. Yeah. And I think they said that was his clutch finger. So I don't think he was at his best form. I just the, the irony of Marsha had a middle finger. It, it, him or Phil? You yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Insert your own joke here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Um. And then, uh, yeah, Mar- uh, Barsha third, Mookie second. Mookie definitely deserved a podium for sure, um, the way he wrote. Barsha got a little fortunate. Marv got a little fortunate. Justin Brayton. You realize we're in a world now where we're, we're one Eli Tomac wad up away from Malcolm Stewart is your Monster Energy AMA Supercross champ. That's where we're at. All right, he's tied with Anderson right now for second. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously he's riding really well, but this has changed so rapidly. I mean, we we're only a few weeks ago we were hearing behind the scenes, I think it's Anaheim 3. Like, Mookie not happy about the bike and all this, and suddenly he's tied for second, or, or essentially is second in points. Yeah, yep. Dropping like flies, and he looks rock solid. So No, he Mookie. looks he looks great. Mookie champ. Mookie champ. Um, Brayton fifth. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Bringing it on home. We earned it, dude. Yeah. We earned it. Well, he's, we earned it. He's not happy with his, his journalist not being there. Not happy at all after the race about that. Oh, to cover his season best? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, obviously, we earned it. You know, he didn't need my help. He rode. He was the fifth best rider, no doubt. <laughs> right. Fifth fastest guy. Yeah. So lucky to be just fine without me. Lucky to be there. No, no, we're good, man. We're we're on leader's pace. Uh, Vince People Fr- have been saying we're just lucky to be there at this age. No, yeah. we are yeah. gamers. Right. You're fifth, yeah, you're fifth place. Yeah, in a stacked fifth, field. Fifth best. Right. Yep. Yep. Uh, Vince Free, sixth best. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, we're just going to go down here and just keep Shane McElrath, seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bogle led two laps. Justin, we should have known something was up. That should have been our first indication yeah. that shit was going sideways. <laughs> and we love Bogle, but he pulls the whole shot and leads to the first two laps. He even had a little lead there in the first. He lap. did checking out. He did. That should have been a. Uh, uh, that should have been our. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're out of this one. Uh, who knows? So, but good for Bogle, JT. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Bogle's great, but the story is that a Suzuki led two laps. I mean, good for good for JB. That's awesome and good. You know, he got some points and got eighth place and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but. Holy crap. If you would have told me that a Suzuki was going to lead two laps this season, I would have said no chance at any time was Suzuki. If you can give me the whole season and you don't even have to piece them together, like they don't even have to be consecutive, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But he got it done. Billy, uh, Billy Grotto, probably just ecstatic somewhere in America. So just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just unbelievably pumped. Uh, so Bogle gets a season best, and Brayton does, and Freeze does, and McElrath does, and guess who else? Brandon Hartraff, season best, ninth place. Cade Clayson, season best, tenth place. I mean, good for these guys. Ryan Brees, right. eleven. So yeah, right. I talked about this on, on my show earlier. I'm like, if you are one of the people that are going to sit back and go, yeah, but they only did it because X, Y, and Z crashed, and these guys didn't. So what? Like, you can piss off because I don't care what you think. You have to finish races to do well. Those guys don't have anything to do with any of that. And guess what? Cade Clayson got 10. So all the naysayers and people that are going to try to, like, detract from it can 
F right off. Like, I, I just I hate that argument because I've been a part of that. I've been a part of, well, yeah, you wouldn't have got ninth if X, Y, and Z didn't happen. I'm like, I don't care. I, I don't, I didn't do, it, nothing had to do with me in that. I just raced my race, right? So, I don't know. I just hear that a lot. It pisses me off. Cade was emotional afterwards. Very emotional. Oh, really? oh yeah. Oh, wow. This was a big deal. Okay. Yeah. I gave him a pat on the back right after the race. I didn't. I didn't get the uh, the emotional part, but yeah. good for him. He's riding well. He's having a good year. He's riding very well. No, it's cool. So, yeah, man. I'm, I'm very very happy for him. I I couldn't tell you one thing about Hart Raft again. I couldn't tell you one thing about Hart Raft. Nothing. I didn't know he was there. <laughs> I, I I I know he rode the LCQ. Yep. That's all I got though. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's all I got. Um. Weege, did it show Hart Raft at all at any moment in the broadcast? I have not watched uh, it. Honestly, even the Brayton fifth <laughs> and any of those guys besides right. the Bogle last led uh, wasn't getting much play. But, yes, Hart Raft did win the LCQ, so that was his moment. Speaking of the LCQ, Joan Cross's racecraft is – it needs some work. That wasn't his fault. That was not his fault. Just in general, the general racecraft of Joan Cross. Okay. Well, that's fair, but he got taken out for no reason, Like. I don't know if Carnell is like emotional about his sponsorship situation, right, right. or maybe the U-Haul U-Haul had him in a bad place. But pretty silly pass by Carnell. Like I would be really pissed if I was Cross. Yeah, because like, they were they were fine. Everything was there fine. There was no need yeah, for it. Yeah, no need for but it. But he was looking back and weaving, and and like he got rattled. You know, like yeah. he, like if someone got next to him, he just got rattled and whiskey throttled it, and then cased it, and then like I just you're just like man, just ride the laps, man, ride the laps, you get in, yeah. you know, ride the light. Yeah, I just I was bummed. I was bummed. Carnot took him out because it was like, come on, man, like just just go for. It. I hate moves like that. Like we saw it at uh, Arlington with the Triple Crown with uh, Colby Cop and somebody else. I was just like, what are you guys doing? Hunter Slaughter taking each other out right. and qualifying. Um, Ryan Brees, 11th season best. Justin Starling, season best. I think that's... Oh, it, was a pri- it was a privateer troll spectacle. Troll, season best, I believe. The only real loser of the night, besides the guys that crashed out, was Dean Wilson. Because he got 14th. And yeah. Dean has he been 9th to 12th. Tw- he could have been a battle for 5th. Right? Oh, 100%, right? Like, yeah. And he, and he goes 9th to 12th every single weekend. And in the weekend with four guys, factory guys, eat shit and crash out, he gets his worst race of the year. Well, I was kind of thinking about this. If, if he – okay, yeah, he's got to be pissed about that. But if you are able to swallow that and move forward, you're going into a track at Indy where he's got a podium before, and you, you know all those guys are beat to hell, right? So you've got to regroup, get it together, and understand that there are, there's a really nice opportunity this coming Saturday if you are on your game. He's also 10th in points, going to pass Kenny. So, yeah, good job. Top 10 yeah. in the points? Yeah. I mean, it could be worse. It's just right. there, was a, there was a real opportunity there. Right. Uh, Carnell, 15. Did you guys read his sponsor thing? You know, he parted ways with a sponsor, and then his sponsor said, uh, breach a contract, and here's all the details, and then gave absolutely zero details? No details. At yeah. all? Strange situation. Yeah, I, don't, going on I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. But Carnell picked up a bike. From a dealer, and qualified for the for the main event. Um, so why? And I've been I've been right in the middle of these, so I'm, I'm I have a lot of insight. But why the hell are like privateer sponsorship deals the most sketchy business relationships in the history of mankind? <laughs> Listen, it just never <laughs> fails, dude. Like people are 
like end up in jail for stealing money and like there's all sorts of like these crazy deals going on and no clarity, like breach a contract. They probably didn't even have a contract. <laughs> I know. I'm sure the top it's level like, lawyer, is, top level lawyers are involved oh in God. this breaching. Like you remember these, oh like Steve, you know these guys, oh. guys that I've ridden for, yeah. like that Tony Mizoraka guy right, that was right. around. Like, who are these people? Yeah, and why are they in this sport? Like, beat it, man. Here's the thing. So, Carnell had a really good year with Bubba Pauly's team, right? And and then he got an offer with this guy from back home. And he told me what the offer was, and it was amazing. Okay. And you're just like, yeah, th- that's too good to be true. I hope right. that I hope that holds together. You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't. Well, and I don't. You know, I don't so. want it to come down like I know the details no. of this, this particular. Because I don't know this. I don't right. know this sponsor at all. I don't know anything about it. But it just seems like privateerland. This is what goes on all the time. Look, look just this chaos. This dude has no history in the sport of sponsoring people and helping people to this level and Carnell told me the deal and I'm like holy shit so like I mean again I like Carnell he probably should have went like um yeah I need all the money up front if this yeah, is what you we're gonna gotta do. know what's coming right we're kinda if, yeah. if it sounds too good to be true it usually is yeah yeah exactly but but anyways good for Carnell man Del Nicky and him putting it putting it in the main nice. event out of a out of a U-Haul with a stock bike and yeah so good job Moran's uh, had a battle with a tough block. Nothing we can do about those tough blocks. Nothing at all. Um, it was stuck in his brake and smoking and caught on his exhaust, and nothing you can do. Luckily, uh, I mean, a night like that, he's lucky his bike didn't burn to the ground. Yeah. A-Ray, 17th. A-Ray, I mean, he, he – this is the kind of night it was. A-Ray was, A-Ray was one of the steadiest riders out there. All right, Weege. What's right. happening, Weege? Weege, turn what your. What is happening, Weege? Weege, turn your navigation off or, or mute it or. I mean, really, that's 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 just destructing this show. Like we just it was. Really destroyed everything right there. It was. A Ray was one of the wow. smoothest guys. A Ray was one hey, of the smoothest got, guys out there. That's all I got to say. I got Jim Holly. Jim Holly called me on the other line. It's it's just unbelievable that I can't take this call. <laughs> Why? Unbelievable. Why? I don't know why he's calling me. <laughs> yeah, why would Jim Hawley call, call you? I don't know. I don't wow. know. All right. Um, so A-Ray made it in rather easily, and that should have been also a clue. That shit was going sideways. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Had, he, he had his appendix out and hasn't ridden, and his wrist is junk, but he puts it in the main event. So, yeah. He had some really close calls in practice. Did you? I, s- I know that's going to come as a shock. Yeah. Did you really see him OJ calls. the triple? Like he oh, yeah. flat landed the triple. Absolutely. <laughs> the one after the on off. Yes, yes, yes. Just full. Like I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> he, he told me in the pits earlier that Cade uh, is walking around like he's the captain of the team. He's not the captain. I'm sorry, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, do you guys have captains over here? It's just, it's just like <laughs> right, a land, man. I don't know, it's, man. It's a whole different world. No, out there. it is. And like that, they're it's like Lord of the Flies. They're they're jammed in the Ford Field. There's chairs and Christmas decorations and a lot of a Detroit Lions hard hat. Um, there's oh, there's everything around these pits. <laughs> hey, seriously, I walked through there twice. I walked in like when I went into the building in the morning. I yeah. walked through, and then I walked when I was leaving the building. I walked out. And I swear to you, this is the God's honest truth. When I walked in and out, both times, involuntarily, the thought popped into my head, thank God I'm not out here anymore. 
Yeah. Right. Like I just, I just know what it's like out there. Like it's just every anything goes. There, there's uh there was a seat by uh by the by um HEP. There was just like a just like a theater seat or just a stadium seat number seventeen, just gray, just sitting there. <laughs> and then Christmas decorations over by SGB and a lion's hard hat. And then there was a chair, like a nice chair. And everybody kind of claimed as his own, and uh, it's just... Matt what? Stafford memorabilia. Yeah, yeah, it's just, what the fuck is going on, like, you know, with these guys? They're all jammed in there, right? And, uh, yeah, A-Ray was all mad because he said, before the night, during the day, he said, Cade's walking around here like he's the captain of the team. Like he's king, like king of the private team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know anymore, but that... That's that, awesome. Right. I love it. So, uh, good job for A-Ray. Rod Bell, too. Rod Bell got in 18th. Uh, Cross was catching him near the end Oh, there, my God. Did you watch his last lap? He was really struggling with that rhythm section. Oh he God. was really struggling with that rhythm <laughs> oh section. God. Between his last lap and Michael Hicks's last lap in the 250, yeah. LCQ? Yeah. I mean, it. what a night. Yeah. What a night. No, Rod Bell and that rhythm section were mortal enemies all night long. He, he could not get it. <laughs> It was. It honestly looked like he worked in the uh, HVAC industry when he was going down that rhythm line. Like that's what it looked <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, and Hicks too. Yeah, Hicks. Hicks had. Hicks was lucky there wasn't one more lap or half a lap more. He, he doubled through the whoops and then rolled the rhythm section. Yeah, the last lap. Yeah. Yeah, he's just making sure he's in. So. Yeah, I mean, um, I, we I actually uh, we actually turned right. the volume down during the uh, watch party, and Kevin Kelly and I announced the LCQs. And because uh, oh I mean, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed that it's going to bring excitement, and uh, it didn't let us down. It was no. spectacular. Yeah, Cross and uh, Rod Bell side by side, basically going to the last turn, casing and rolling, and uh, I uh, it's just, gar- it's just it was, golden. It was really great if you had Lance Kobush in Pulp MX Fantasy. That was awesome. <laughs> my my rider with a helmet sticker bumps him out of the LC. Bumps him out of the main event. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Enzo. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, I guess so. Most impressive 450 main event from a guy that hasn't been that good all year is Cade, right? I guess Cade with his tenth. We got to give it to him. Or Bogle. Well, Bogle whole shotting and leading too. Most impressive main event of the of their year. No, yeah, sort of like the, the the guy that got. I mean, all these guys got great results, but who got? Yeah. You know, who stood out? I would say Freezy with a six was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty uh, good. To me, though, to yeah, me, though I'm more uh, I'm more impressed with Cade, like, the whole season. Like, he has become a steady main event guy. Like, okay, this race is an outlier. We all know it. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, good for them. I am very happy for these guys. But the bigger story to me is, like, Cade has established himself as one of the main event guys. And he was not that before the season. To me, that's a bigger story. Remember when I went on Pulp Mex Fantasy and I said he was, you know, Sneaky pick, but he wasn't there. He wasn't there then. I was just. Like, ahead. I think. Yeah, I was just ahead of my time. This year has been a breakout year. Just as usual, I was ahead of my time. That's fine. Yeah, uh, but at the time, I don't think you were right at the time. But this year, I give him all the credit. In the early, world. early on in the second practice, he was going three three over the dragon, and I'm like, look at that! Like right away, like he's got it. You know? Um, yeah. I, I was like, wow, that's no, pretty, is, pretty impressive. He looks the part. Like right. it's it's a noticeable difference for me. Like. And just like you, like, I've been watching this my whole life. This is all the only thing I know really well. And you can tell when somebody looks like he belongs out there and somebody like, when I watch Rob Bell, I'm like, I don't know, man, it's sketchy. He could crash or he could get in or he could never race again. I don't know. 
But then when I watch Cade, it's like, oh, yeah, he's he's you, one of the guys. Like, you can just see it. You, you he know, looks normal. Uh, you're right. You're right. And Max's tires, by the way, uh, for Cade. You know who's also – Starling is a very good rider. Technically. He's very technically sound. Dude, yes. he is a yep. really good rider. A racer yes. needs to work on that. I think he gets yeah. a little intimidated with traffic and getting bumped around, and, and he needs a clear track. But He's got a lot of bike skill. Dude, a lot of bike skill. Justin Starling. Yep. Absolutely. He does. Uh, and I never saw a Troll all day. I think he uh, – I don't know. I don't know if he's still in I did, and I, we've got to get a normal-sized bike for him. We have to. Yeah, that bike is gigantic. I don't know, man. I think that's the bike. I don't think we could do anything. We could, we could chop the frame. You, like I went, I went back and looked at old pictures of myself because we're like this, we're nearly the same height, and it doesn't look like that. You know, we need those West Coast chopper guys, or the New York guys, Paulie and his dad, to chop a frame. <laughs> just chop a frame, Paul Senior. Right. We need Paul Senior to like, yeah, just you know, so. Uh, yeah, so that's it from Detroit for the 450 class. Tomac, Anderson, and Mookie are tied. Barsha's fifth in the points. Roxon's not racing. Life comes at you fast. To 42 point lead. Roxon's out. Webb's fifth. That's you know, Roxon's watching that field. Yeah, hashtag D field. Go ahead. <laughs> Roxon's watching that race going, yeah, I'm, I, my timing is impeccable yeah. here. Yeah. I don't need to be there. Yeah, crazy. Uh, thank you to the folks at, at the Fly Racing, of course, for Justin Brayton's results. What a what a rider! What a, what a guy! Just uh, phenomenal out there. Uh, Justin Brayton, of Fifth course, best. wearing Fly Racing gear, and of course, uh, oh, big big World Supercross talk after the after the after the uh, the main Weege in the truck with JB and everybody. Big World well, Supercross talk. Yeah, I think talk. Uh, more and more news and uh, information is is trickling to these teams about how it's all going to work. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and pretty interesting. Uh, we, I mean, obviously, we did a whole rapid reaction, Renthal rapid reaction podcast about it. Um, and then you interviewed the guys, and I did a video about it. Um, I will say this. I don't, so we don't need to spend an hour on that series, but I will say this. Um, it's going to be difficult. They're a square peg in a round hole, but I feel like they are at least trying to take the steps that you would need to take to overcome those obstacles. Is it going to work? I don't know. But yeah. I feel like they've, they're putting together the best plan you can for the position they're in, which is, you know, the factories are not jumping all over this. So what else can you do? I feel like they're doing everything they can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fly Racing, please check them out. Motorsport.com, Renthal, Maxis, Coba Links, Motorsport.com. Uh, anything over 79 bucks is free shipping. OEM on aftermarket parts as well. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, Motorsport guy. Ryan Villapoto, Motorsport guy. Uh, great prices, great customer service. Any issues with Motorsport, drop me an email, drop me a DM, and uh, I'll make sure it's handled. But those guys are great. They got it all figured out. Motorsport.com, and uh, they're super competitive prices and great service. So thank you to those guys. Koba Links as well. Uh, K-O-U-B-A links.com, built and designed in Boise, Idaho. Pulpamex is the code to get you a discount and free shipping. You can get Koba Links through Motorsport as well if you need to. They're lowering suspension link from everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, and they cover it all. And, uh, yeah, if you want some more confidence, get your suspension working a little better. Get a Koba Link on there if you're shorter of stature or, or whatever, and it'll help you uh, have more confidence on the motorcycle, which will mean you'll have more fun. And then Onyx Maps, Weege, it's, uh, it's an app. Jeremy McGrath uses it. You can find trails everywhere. Yeah, that's 550,000 now miles of trails mapped out, and you can download them on your phone so you can access them when you're off the grid. There are some reviews on the site that say the app literally saved their life. So, I mean, what more could you possibly ask for than that? And 
it's good if you're a trail rider. Uh, good for mountain bikers, hikers as well. Uh, they have a backcountry edition. They have a hunting edition. Go to onxmaps.com and see how much better it looks than Google Maps, for example. They have a side-by-side comparison. Or go to Onx Off-Road in the App Store. By the way, Steve, mm. your, your Koba links, guys. Yeah. I mean, can you maybe hook them up a troll train? Yeah, I need to. Yeah, good idea. That's what he needs. Good idea. That's what he needs. Shorter stature. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, we got to figure something out. I'm with JT. It looks like the bike is pulling him around the track. He looks tiny on it. Like, and, and I don't know. I, I shouldn't be talking, but I, like, literally and specifically went back and looked at pictures of myself because I'm like, did this look the same? And I'm like, no. I watched it again this weekend. I'm like, no. That bike, it's like a XL. That bike is an XL Yamaha. <laughs> so thank you to Cobolinks, Motorsport, uh, Renthal, uh, Maxxis Tires, Kay Clayson, putting in the top 10 with Maxxis, and, uh, of course, Fly Racing. All right, 250 class from Detroit. Well, Jet was the uh, fastest guy. He led every lap of the heat. He led every lap of the main event. He won his third in a row. Third in a row? Fourth in a row. Second in a row. Did he, what did he win? Second in a row. Second in a row. He didn't win a row. Three out of four. Yeah, three out of four he's won. That's it. Uh, and also, too, so at one point, Pierce Brown caught him a little bit. Now, lappers hurt Jet a little bit for sure. He made a big mistake, though, also. So Pierce Brown catches him. And then, to me, Jet was like, oh, look at that. Pierce is on me. And there he goes, right? Like, yeah. Uh, he. Yes, but, but I was very impressed by Jet's composure there uh, I don't think a lot of riders at his age there would just be able to take a deep breath pull it together and be like okay I just got to put some laps in here I got to calm down I can't worry about Pierce I can't worry about whackers back there I, the crowd's going crazy none of that matters just relax get your heart rate down get your breathing down and just check out and that's what he did like I, I just was very impressed by his poise in that moment because a lot of people would have melted down and done something stupid right there yeah. because they would have got super nervous no it was very impressive the way he did that for sure uh didn't panic or anything and uh, pulled away according to the ama sheets he's, I feel he's like jet does a good job of of listening to probably people around i'm sure all these riders are told these things like i even feel like last year outdoors um you know i think we all feel like he almost had races where he was trying not to blow it instead of just going as fast as he could um, and it clearly, in these Supercross races, he has been told, like, hey, only go as fast as you need to go in a given moment. You don't need to win by 30 seconds. And I'm sure all these dudes at his level are told that, but he actually, I think, internalizes it and actually does it. Um, he's yeah. not showing you 100% speed unless he has to. Yeah. And then he hit the whoops a yeah. few times in time qualifying, Weege. I yep. mean, what in the F? Like, and just to back up your point where he's not going for it as much as he could be, I'm not kidding. I, w- I was, like, jumped out of my seat how fast he hit these loops a couple times. It was Christian Craig-esque. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't doing none of the race. He didn't really pull that out at any time. But he's got it. He's got it in his back pocket if he needs it. Well, we saw when he had to come from last at the Triple Crown. Like, twice. All of a sudden the- twice. Yes, twice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the closing speed was almost uh, scary how fast <laughs> yes. he was closing on guys. It was, it was Stu-esque. It kind of was. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, by yeah. the end of this lane, he's going to be rear-ending the guy. <laughs> yeah, it was damn impressive. Of course, on AMA sheets, he's led every lap but one. 
Triple crowns don't exist. We have no idea. He's just led every lap but one. And K and Cade got the whole shot. The, K the Cade thing is unbelievable. It it's unbelievable. What happened? I I, did you see the picture that Mark's posted? Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, it's. I said, what is going I, on? I, I, you don't know, man. You just don't know. It, it's if <laughs> if they had it all together, our pods would be thirty percent less less exciting, less boring. <laughs> 30% more boring, sorry. 30% more boring if the AMA had everything together. It's almost like, like, thank you. Thank you. We should send them like an Amazon gift card. Thank you. Thank you for Better using... For thank you for using MS-DOS for your results. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so McAdoo, second place, rode really well, didn't get the start. Uh, I thought his whoop speed was impressive too, JT. His whoops were really good. Um Second place for McAdoo, uh, third for Brown. Pierce is turning a corner here a little bit, riding better, qualifying well, winning a heat again. So you know, uh, we saw him almost dead uh, in in the uh, in practice in Triple Crown, but uh, he's back. So good job for Pierce Brown to get on the box again. R.J. Hampshire fourth, uh, caught Jordan Smith having flashbacks to those guys. Uh, R.J. Uh, didn't get the start he needed, but uh, rode well to get the fourth. Jordan rode well, too. Jordan Smith, fifth for him. Um, Phil was fourth for a while, Weege, and got kind of railroaded by, like, Oldenburg, Smith, and Hampshire. Like, he got rattled for, like, a lap or two. They got they all snuck by him. So Yeah, first I want to mention that uh, Smith-Hampshire, I was thinking of you because you, you love to try to compare their, their, their similar careers mm -hmm. of Hampshire and Smith, and I'm like, wow, now here they are almost side by side on the track. So I'm sure you were loving that. I was. I was. The, uh, you, the, you try to solve this riddle. Who had the better career? Yep. 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 They're the same. Um, yeah, Phil, I mean, Phil's obviously proven at this point. And Enzo had his problems in the heat, so that messed up his night. But, but Phil and Enzo, I think they've pretty much proven this is not like an eyebrow raiser anymore. This is just where they are. They're just in this mix, I, in this battle. I don't know. Um, Phil is really good in the whoops. Not, yeah. not not McAdoo level, not Jet level, I'm not, but he's really good in the whoops. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Yeah, you know, Robertson, who we'll get to, you know, he was just jumping. And, I mean, it's like, well, you better not be jumping whoops with Phil Nicoletti behind you because he will eat you a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, who's, this is where we're at. Who's ever said that? Like, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but Phil's good. Um, okay, yeah, so now I guess maybe the expectations are changing because what did he end up? Eighth? Seventh. Um, seventh. So now it almost looks disappointing. Um, but, again, you tell anybody, including probably Phil himself, six months ago he's getting seventh week in and week out. Yeah. Probably take that. So I don't know what to do with it now. Yeah, JT. Um, he's riding and, awesome. And, and, JT, he came from last in the heat to eighth. Dude. Right. You, you know, like like I said, oh, dude, good job in the heat. Like last place to eighth, like, you know, in a shorter race. And he's just like, ah, oh, it's a 250 class. So what do you – I'm just like, I don't know, bro. You were dead last. He's riding really well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Phil, so you're going to get that response. But, I mean, there's no doubt that he's riding, yep. like, a whole new level. You know, he has, he's been gone for it, four years. Yeah. And it's like a, yeah. a rebirth. So, somebody told me Ricky said he was the oldest guy by four years in this class. He how, did say that. How old is Jordan? And how old is Peters? I mean, they're they're definitely not a – how old is Phil, though? How old is Phil, Weege? Well, Phil, I, think he is older than, I, I think he is that much older than those guys, but they conveniently yeah. also had mentioned at the very top of the show, at the very beginning of the first heat, that Chiz was 34 and older than Phil. Okay, so I they're, think they yeah. were just 
already they, – I think they forgot there was a new guy in the class, even though they had just mentioned that new guy. Right. And we had – This is older than Phil. We had some Justin, Justin Anderson talk, I heard. I have not watched the broadcast, but we heard – Five or six times? Many. Yeah. Many. Yes. It was, it was noticed by uh, in mid-race. Like, it wasn't like the TV crew didn't know this was happening. <laughs> okay. It was noticed. It's it, it look live announcing is hard. We've all done it. Uh, you do make mistakes, but if there's five or six of them, that's now we got a now we got a problem. So uh, Oldenburg sixth. I asked Oldenburg if he you know worries about catching Phil and passing him, if he, and he said no. Phil's Phil's no problem. So I'm looking forward to that rivalry happening. I'm gonna make sure Phil listens to Oldenburg saying that. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Oldenburg rode well. He he kind of just trailed RJ uh, throughout the pack, kind of just right behind him. Uh, didn't get a start he needed. Styles, I don't know how Styles like got second at Daytona a few weeks ago. Like he he got another start, rode really well. Then he looked tired to me, just like he's looked at every other round except for Daytona, the roughest track on the circuit. I cannot figure Styles Robertson's season out. This is weird. Because, to me, he's not having a good year. I know he came in late. I know he got injured. But if I'm Husky, I'm like, this isn't going very well. And But yet he got second to Daytona again. So I don't know. Maybe there's more there. Yeah. The jumping the whoops is very suspicious. You know, way early. Way, Dude, he, way, he was, way early. He was tired. I thought, I thought he looked tired to me. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. not, but... But then in Daytona, which is rough and gnarly, yep. and he rode great, got second. So go figure. Uh, yep. Enzo crashed in the heat while he was leading. Was he leading then? Or was he on second by then? Maybe he was second. Uh, and his front brake locked up. And then he had a clutch issue, and he couldn't do the parade lap for the main. So he was stressing about that. And then he had bike problems the other week, too. So I think, I don't think he's stoked right now on kind of the small stuff that's going on with his bike. But he came. Well, had the clutch problems in Daytona too. Yeah, clutch problems in Daytona. Yep. And then, and then he couldn't do the couldn't do the parade lap. JT, how much would that freak you out? It wouldn't freak me out. I mean, it's not great. You know, the the most challenging part is you just haven't gotten to see what lines have developed. Right. So really, it's more of kind of a feeling out process for the first few laps than it is like just you're able to charge right away. Well, I'm, th- um, but I, I'm th- mean, I was thinking more like, what's wrong? Did we fix it? Is it going to lock up on me? Oh or yeah, with that, the bike, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, you just got to. Tr- I mean, you just got to trust. Like, right. do you trust the mechanics or not? Because really, there's no time for hesitation in those races. Right. So it is a little scary though. You're um, just in the back of your mind, but you just got to kind of push it out. Varese tenth, Drake eleventh, Chiz. Chiz didn't get double points. Chiz was uh, a big topic of conversation. He went down in the main, and uh, honestly, yeah, he he was sixth fastest, I think. So a little flash from Chiz, but he didn't Chiz all over everybody. Not to start, anyways. Yeah, this is not Chizzy. Right. This is flash of speed, but inconsistent. Yeah. Not Chizzy. No, not Chizzy. Yep. So, yep. I mean, if you told me that Vreezy and Drake were going to beat him, I'd be like, huh? Really? So... You know, yeah. Yep. Um, See, I didn't stalling, see what stalling he was the bike there, didn't help. And then what happened? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I stalled the bike. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. They did show that. Yeah. Yep. He just disappeared and, on TV. He like was he third or something and then disappeared. Also, too, 
he looks kind of stylish. Oh. Like, in the star outfit and gear and helmet, he actually looks, you know, he looks like a normal guy. I look good. Yeah, like, he, I don't know, man. Like, it's the opposite of Troll, where he gets on the 250 and now he, you know, gets a bunch of style. Maybe they should have given Troll a shot. Right. Well, uh, Imagine what he could do with star racing. What could Troll do? Yeah, he could win. He could dominate is what he could do. Mm-hmm. Dominate. Uh, yep. So Chiz, 12th. He'll get better. John Short, Chase Owen. Good job for Henry Miller again in the main event. Thank you, Jeremy. He did really Henry. good. Yeah. Henry did really yep. well. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jeremy. Henry is the first true privateer almost every week here. And I mean like a guy out of a pickup truck, like not on a team. Henry Miller. Yeah. So, so good job for Henry Miller. Uh, Jeremy Hand, thank you for the Pulp Next Fantasy points. Wrote mm. that thing in. Thank you, Jeremy Hand. I oh, couldn't do that at Daytona, though, huh, Jeremy Hand? Couldn't do that at Daytona? He's a no. Supercross guy. I met his dad this he week. Did. I met his dad, who's, okay. who is David Hand's brother, who used to race. Yes, Carl. Yeah, nice guy. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're cool. Uh, they're, couldn't do it at Daytona, really. They're really quiet over there, and then they must look at A-Ray. And this chick, and you know, I wonder what the hell are we doing on this team? Well, or this other guy prancing around like the captain. Yeah, the captain, Captain Cade. Right. Captain Cade. Cartwright, Marshall Welton, good job for Welton. That's a hometown race for him. Good job. Uh, Oh, that's right. He is originally from Michigan. Yeah. Called, Called that one on the fantasy podcast. Yep. Good job for Marshall. Uh, Colin Park went down early. Hardy Munoz, JT, he's back. Hardy is back. He is. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> he is a time bomb, old Hardy. <laughs> he's. he's Do you have any sort of like yeah. heart issues or like you know uh, coronary disease, anything like that? Do not watch him. No. Devin Simonson, I guess, heard me on a podcast saying he needs to cut his hair, so he confronted me in the pits. <laughs> So he he said that Bill Dill thinks his hair was cool, so he's gonna run it. So he he has a he has a immunity from me making fun of his hair. So it it is too much though. Uh, and Michael Hicks <laughs> Michael Hicks Arena Cross champion made the main event. That's yep, all we got. Yeah, it's all we got. I don't know if there was much. I think Hicks was yeah. I think the track needed to be the a little. The level was shockingly low in the main event. Yep. So. Uh, yep. All right, that's 250 class. All right, Weech, uh, Detroit, um, it delivered. Are you going to Indy? No, not going to Indy. Oh, wow. Uh, I've been on the road for, yeah, I've basically been on the road for, geez, I don't even know, nine, ten days. I'll make sure to, so t- I'm good. I'll make sure to send a text off to the 10. You're not going again. Look, I mean, he, he's the fifth best rider in the series at, at 37 years old. He doesn't need my help right now. There, there are naysayers out there. They're like, ah, he's just lucky to be here at this age. No, I mean, dude, we're top five and doors open for a podium. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, uh, Weege, can we talk about your burnout? Let's talk about Day in the Dirt in general. Um, <laughs> uh, this, this event has been around a long time. Uh, I had no clue about what the heck it even was. This, it, it, the thing in California, I think it originally started for the stunt and Hollywood industry back in like the late 90s. I just heard it was a party at Glen Helen for a while, or LACR, I think is where it started. And everybody was buzzing about it here, the one at Dade City, a track that, again, I don't know if you guys are familiar with. Um, I ended up going, um, 
they, they, the Red Bull folks and uh, Sam, Sam Nicolini, who works with us at Racer X, she was like, you got to come, you got to come. And then I didn't know that meant we would pay you to announce. They just needed to say that part. But we will pay you to announce. Oh, you're there. Yeah, yeah we'll, exactly. Right. Oh, yeah, then I'm in. Then I'm in. Um, and I was like, you have classes for my kids so my kid can race. And he got to race. Anyway, I totally get it now. Everybody just talks about the vibe. Oh, it's so loose. It's so fun. I'm like, yeah, but any race can say it's fun. Like, why is it? Why is this one fun? Well, it's the racing format. So they take Dade City Motocross. They let you ride on the paved road, and they ride you through a barn and then through the woods. And you end up like a a three-and-a-half-mile lap, which means you can put 150 guys on the track at one time so you can race 30-minute motos on a rough track with no jumps. It's unbelievably fun. I mean, dude, there's times where there's 50s, and 60-year-old guys and Garrett Marchbanks all on the same track at the same time, and it's totally fine. It's not sketchy at all. It's great. So the event is awesome. So Red Bull uh, picked up our guy, fastest man at Piedmont, Randy Richardson, FMIP222. They mic'd him up, and they had him try to wreak havoc. So the pros were practicing on Friday, and in his barn section, they were someone was making them stop, and they required them to do a burnout in, in, in the barn, in the concrete floor of this barn that you had to ride through. So it was apparently Randy with his microphone <clears throat> stopping guys, making them do burnouts. So he's telling me about this, and he's like, I'm going to have you do a burnout. I'm like, I don't know how to do a burnout. And he's like, no, I'll teach you. And I'm like, but I won't be able to do it. He's like, no, I'll teach you. Well, there was no teaching. They didn't teach anything. <laughs> they just watched me fail miserably. Just watched me fail. And uh, I did a burnout instantly. The first thing I did was a burnout. And they were like, no, it doesn't count. It was in the dirt, not on the pavement. So then they're trying to pull my rear wheel around. You can see this video with Verboto, our guy Danny Stewart, and uh, yeah, it's a disaster. And then just to add insult to injury, I forgot that when you do a burnout and then you go to pull away, uh, now you're in like a fourth gear start. So then I stalled just to add to it. Uh, <laughs> it's great. It's a disaster. I can't say though. I've like, done, hey, I've you got to you got to yeah. unweight the back end. Why, why didn't you get both feet down? I'm like, you didn't tell me any of this. You didn't. You you said you would teach me, and you taught me nothing. I don't know if I've done more than a burnout, one one or two burnouts in my life. So, yeah, I don't really know if I'd be a pro at it either, to be honest. I don't know. JT, I'm basically yelling. I'm like, you swear to God that if I pull this front brake in, the front wheel will not slide. You swear to me. I mean, I don't know to trust it. Apparently it works. Who knew? Uh, yeah, JT, have you done many burnouts? Uh, yeah, I mean, not a ton. But, I mean, it does help a lot if you, like, if you would have pulled up to, like, a – you know, a piece of wood or something to yeah. help your front tire. That would have helped a ton. Well, that's what um, we did. We, we, they had a hay bale set up, and I rode up to the hay bale, but then it, I ended up being in the dirt. It was, the hay bale was too far from the pavement. So I'm doing a burnout. I'm like, this is awesome. And they're like, no, 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 you're in dirt. <laughs> Can we get some new you're boots? You're just roosting yeah. the shit out of everybody. Can we get some new I, boots, I too? Was. Can we get new boots? Your boots look so old. The boots? Yeah, boots were they were bad. <laughs> They were making fun of me. Randy's whole group was making fun of me for the boots. I'm like, what? They're they're only six years old. We're good. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I ride three to four times a year. That's not that much riding if you really think about it. What I'm so yeah. I'm confused though. Like, first of all, I haven't been to Dade City for a while, but I don't even know like the parking. I know the parking lot and the building. But are you going through that big building up on top of the hill, kind of under overseeing the track? Like that's where you're going. You could ride through that building. I'm confused. No, that's the announcer's tower, I think, of what you're talking about. No, there's property next door oh. uh, that they use for, like, the county fair. Oh, And okay. uh, they get access to it for this. You ride up a hill off the track oh, and okay. the barn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the barn has, again, a, a strip of concrete, which is super, super. And you've got dirt on top of the concrete, super sketch. 
Um, then the road section, they put a radar gun up, and I think I hit I hit like 63, and that felt fat. Like, once you hit about 60 on a dirt bike, your visor starts pulling you back. Yeah. But, dude, these psychos. I saw Michael Pacone. You wear him at Dade City, JT? Oh, JT. Yeah. I, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Huh. I saw Michael Pacone and Luke Rensland racing on the pavement, and I'm talking almost hitting each other, like elbow to elbow on knobbies, hitting 70 miles an hour, grabbing gears. And I'm like, these guys are psychotic. Like, I don't even know if there's prize money at this race. And they are bumping each other on the pavement, on knobs. Um, and then Marchbanks was there. I don't know why, but Garrett Marchbanks was there. And it kind of reminded me of the old days, you know, your local track, your local fast guy. And, you know, I mean, for me, it's Barry Karsten. You know, I, I, no one could possibly go faster in English town than him. Right. You watch Marchbanks, and there's good guys there. Like, you know, Stank Dog was there. Zacco was there, but he was riding an enduro bike. I don't know why. He was on a 300 two-stroke enduro bike. Of course he was, because um, he's Zacco. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. You watch, yes, you, you watch Marchbanks. Because uh, I'm like, hey, if any of you guys ridden on pavement, shockingly, Zacco has done it. No surprise. <laughs> right. Uh, Josh Grant was there. Josh Grant could still go fast. A, a good group of dudes who know what they're doing on dirt bikes. But then you watch a guy like Marchbanks, who is currently in his prime right now, not on an enduro bike. And you're like, good God, that must be. Is that Hurlings? Is that Jeffrey Hurlings <laughs> on this sand track? He looked so ungodly fast. And I'm not, I'm not knocking Marchbanks. Like, Marchbanks is a great rider. But he's not the fastest rider in the world. But it, it takes you back to when you go to your local track and you're, you know, your local guy, you don't have him in the context of other factory riders around. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, and Marchbanks is on a 452. He's really good. I didn't know Josh, yeah. like Josh Grant showing up. That's randomly weird. That's for sure randomly the, the, weird. That's the whole thing, yeah. like the collection of dudes. Well, again, his kids are racing. He's sponsored by Fast House Gear. I don't know if JT's familiar with that. So they brought all their – they sponsor the event, so they bring their guys out. Um, but, yeah, so we ended up with a Marchbanks-Josh Grant battle. Like what, what planet are we on right. that we were watching a Marchbanks-Josh Grant battle? And true to form, Marchbanks was hauling ass. So, JG, you know what he's going to do? He's just going to twist it harder, and he had a hellacious flying over the bars front flip, gets up woozy, and then still brings it home. I mean, it is classic JG. Like the dude <laughs> can take a punch. That is classic. Yes, uh, for sure. Yes. Uh, so a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, local tracks take notes. Um, I don't know if you can get a road shut down at a barn to use, but if you make a long track, it, it's like kind of like an off-road race, but it's not off-road terrain. It's motocross, but it's a long moto, and it's unbelievably fun racing unbelievably fun and then we had team races it is awesome I, I i highly endorse this type of race it was great wow jay's jt weege weege is going to leave us forever for the day in the dirt series well <laughs> it's it squirrely yeah. had a good time right jeez look what do we what do we make fun of that, that people don't race anymore they practice and the reason they practice is because you can get a lot of laps in and your local motocross track you sit there on your tailgate for four hours and then you ride for four laps Right. Um, no, for sure. Yeah. We we had thirty minute motos. No one was coming off the track saying, "Ah, man, didn't get to ride enough." You come off the track and you're like, "Thank God, the checkered flag is out." How did you do? What were your what was your results? Yeah. So I think there were a lot of sandbaggers. Um, there was a beginner novice group that I went out, and they said beginner is for first year riders or first time racers, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm not beginner then. I'm novice. This right. is not my first time racing. Yeah. Um, it's like me and 30 guys on my row, and I look back and there's like 400 guys in the beginner class. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm sure you're all beginners. Yeah, world, um, world vet style. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told me watch for guys at red plates because they said they're off-road racers who sandbag and claim they've never raced before. There are a lot of red plates back there. So, yeah, I think I got 18th out of – I got I was in the upper half. I believe I got 18 out of 39 or something. I was in the front half of oh. the non-sandbagger. I was actually pretty happy with that. Blue Crew is awesome. Yeah. Amazing, amazing oh, motorcycle. Yeah, Blue Crew, bro. Um, but here's what happened. So, I blew my knee out playing basketball with my kid like three weeks ago. You told me that, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, I race, and I'm, I, I practice on Friday, I'm fine. I race on Saturday, I'm fine. And then about 10 minutes after my race, I'm like, what is going on? Like, am I cramping up? And my knee just started getting worse and worse. And then by Saturday night, I just have a full pimp walk. Like, I can't even bend my knee. Um, but it felt good on the bike, and I was like, should I race even if I'm that bad? And I was like, I probably shouldn't do that. And now, like, now I've got, like, a basketball. A, my leg is a basketball now. <laughs> I got a problem. <laughs> Oh, wow. Now he's hitting the injured list. Wow, jeez. Well, I haven't been injured on a dirt bike in a long time, so it's whatever. I'm not even going to complain. Right. It, it'll happen to all of us eventually. True, true. But I didn't do anything that I remember. I don't remember jamming it. I don't remember falling down and catching it. I don't know. Stuff happens. Getting old. Yep. Wow, sounds like a good time, for <laughs> sure. Uh, Bro, was... that's what everybody said. They're like, you're not hurt, you're just old. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah, well. uh, yeah. And then our, our Randy was there with, with, his, with his buddies. Yeah, that yep. that makes it great too. So right. Randy and his buddies from South Carolina, they, they they rode. I mean, dudes are just riding. Like, I'm not kidding. I saw Hannah Hodges, WMX rider. She put five hours on her bike on Saturday and Sunday racing. Jeez, holy crap! Yeah. JT didn't even put it that on his Honda all year from Kiefer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, uh, Rensland won, I think, the final race, the two-hour crown jewel. You thing. mean Randy so Saltine? Randy, Randy Saltine or Luke Rensland? Which one? Randy Saltine. Oh, has he got another character? Yeah, it's Randy Saltine. Oh, it's not Eldozio. No, yeah, Eldozio is his moto name, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, good job, Luke Grizzly. Yeah, he's cool. I like Luke. Good good dude. Uh, All right, well, anything else from Day in the Dirt or Detroit? Love Detroit. Detroit's a great great race, great city. Gosh. It's fantastic. Traveling back, not so much, but everything else was great, so... Um, Hashtag deep field. Yeah. Yeah, if these guys don't race or, I mean, whatever. I, I, do you guys pick Tomac for the title? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to stay with Sexton. <laughs> hey, I want to mention in the press conference, uh, I asked Mookie a question. He's like, hey, I got a question for you. Oh. Why are you always – because we're on Zoom, right? Yeah, yeah. On, all these press conferences are on Zoom. He's like, why are you always driving during these press conferences? And I'm like – I'm like, bro, it's called, I'm not driving, it's called hustling. I'm getting back to the office where I can work. And he's like, no, you're just driving to the airport where you're going to be sleeping at. Oh, Mookie knows about the sleeping. <laughs> Mookie knows. Mookie knows. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right, Mookie's a bigger fan of these pods than I knew. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> Tell him you're saving, saving money. You're saving money, Mookie. That's what yep. I'm doing. Yep, uh, that's right. All right, well, I had some thoughts on Tom Brady, but we'll leave that for another day. Wow. What? Just pretend it ever happened? I think that's brutal. What did he do? Why is he back? Why is he, he back? It was, what, a month ago? He said he's out? Was it a money thing, or what was the uh, deal? I don't know, man. It's brutal. He's like Favre. What a, lo- okay. what a loser. Oh, God. Here we go. All right. Uh, thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to uh, uh, everybody for listening. Appreciate it. Weej, uh, we'll see you tomorrow uh, in the office. JT, thanks for uh, this, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you at Indy, boys. Or, uh, I guess, yeah, we won't see you at Indy. So. I don't even know. Seattle. Seattle. 
All right. Thanks, boys. Live show. Right. Live show. Oh, yeah, live show. show. Yeah. Buy tickets. Get the live yeah. show tickets for Seattle. We'll be there for Seattle, St. Louis, Foxborough. They're on PulpMX.com. They're on RacerX. These are always a lot of fun, people. So get some tickets, why don't you? All right. See thanks. you, boys. Thanks, boys. See you. Yep. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. Don't change the air. Don't change the air.